Hey everybody, welcome to Warfare Grid, I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. And today we are watching episode 180, Power Rangers Zeo, episode 25, Song Sung Yellow. It aired September 13th, 1996, written by Buzz Alden and Charlotte Fullerton, complete with a last name this time, how about that? And directed by your rad dad, Robert Radler. It's not just all lowercase Charlotte. <laughs> it's not like whispered Charlotte. If you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording, we go watch an episode of Powers, and we come back and we talk about it, and you can follow along if you got Netflix or the DVDs. And I mean, honestly, if you're not by now, I, you're I, probably don't, not gonna. I don't know how I'm going to get through to these kids, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you should. It's been it's been pretty cool. Let's go watch it. We got to do two podcasts a day. Let's watch it All right. now. It's Morphin Time! <laughs> And we're gonna stick together <laughs> now until forever through sun and stormy weather. That's a made. That's that's all. The, that's the that's song. The that's lines. the whole song. I think. <laughs> Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/themorphingrid. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. If you leave us a rating review, that'd be great. You guys know the drill by now. Also, we're on Patreon. So if you're feeling generous and you wanna you wanna support our endeavors here at Hey Jake and Josh Industries, you can go to patreon.com slash Hey Jake and Josh, kick a couple bucks our way and get some cool stuff in return, like early access and comic reviews that go up there first. Yeah, when, when we get around to doing yeah, them. when we get around that's, to doing them. That's on me. And uh, <laughs> more phenomenaries. Those are pretty cool, too. Lots of cool stuff there. Also, a lot of cool Pokemon stuff for our other podcast. So we got no new reviews, but we did get an email. Been getting a lot of emails lately. Very happy about that. So, this email is from, well, I mean, technically, technically we got two emails. Uh, both are from public friend of me, number one, Corbin. First one was for the zine, which we have not mentioned in a while. But, guys. Oh, yeah, that's sneaking right up, too. It's like three weeks out on the due date for that. Well, it's a, so. <laughs> No, yeah, you're right. So, guys, uh, April 15th is the deadline. We need your favorite Pink Rangers. We need articles. We need fan art. Hey, guys, fan art? You come remember on. fan art? Guys? Guys. 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 Guys, come on. All right. Anything else you want? Fan fiction? Anything Anything cool that you can send to us? Anything related to pink slash regular team white rangers? Yeah. Do it. Send it our way. We'll put yeah. it in a thing. Uh, It'll be real cool. Ninja has both. That's never happened before. Oh. So, so Well, that doesn't count because that's not Power Rangers yet. Power Rangers Ninja Steel will also have both. I'm pretty excited to see how that how that factors. I, mean, be I forgot cool. that it already had a name yep. and was like coming. I thought it was... <laughs> it just never I thought we happen. were like... Far out from that, because they're still doing Dino Supercharge. Super Dino Charge? Dino Supercharge. Yeah. And yeah, but I mean, I think they're done filming it. Who knows when it will come out. Anyway, the email we got from Corbin, my man, is as follows. It's called Little Coincidences. Hey guys, this is a response to episode 178, Bride in Hackensack. Bride in Hackensack? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Bride of Hackensack. Coincidentally, I grew up near Hackensack in New Jersey. Definitely a shout out. Also... The writer of the episode, Joseph Kerr, is a real person, but if you shorten his name, it becomes Joe Kerr. Joker. What other series has Joseph Kerr worked on? The Batman, Batman Brave and the Bold, and Zeta Project, which was a Batman spinoff. Coincidence? I think so. Yeah, probably. 
And then random question of the email, which Power Ranger style do you prefer? Special Forces, Secret Ninjas, Magic Warriors, or Vigilantes? And it gave some examples of each category. Okay. So Special Forces, Lightspeed Rescue, Time Force, SPD, Secret Ninjas, Ninja Storm, Jungle Fury, Samurai, Magic Warriors, Mystic Force, Wild Force, or Vigilantes, Dino Thunder, Operation Overdrive, RPM, Dino Charge. Uh, note, categorizing MMPR is difficult because it stretches out over multiple sen- Sentai shows. I'm assuming he means the whole Zordon era. Yeah. Uh, um, because I also do not know what you will classify those as. Yeah. Uh, smell you later, Corbin, public friend of me number one. <laughs> Corbin, I really hope you're not just chomping our style, taking that sign off. What a, what a friend of me. On what the a, wrong podcast. What a, a friend of me move. Pokemon World Tour. Go check it out. We got uh, RPG episodes coming out pretty soon. They're pretty funny. I'm very proud of them. I hope everyone listens to them and enjoys them. All right. Anyway, so which one, which do you prefer? I think I prefer the vigilante style because that's kind of what I just classify most regular superheroes as, and I just see them as superheroes. I see, I'm looking um, at it, and I think I would like, like, I haven't seen a lot of these all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces of. I, I haven't most seen of these. most of them, if not all of the ones listed. So. <laughs> I think I, I think I like the special forces because it's got time force, which I remember liking. What little I saw, that was my little brother's favorite. It might still be if he has a favorite Power Rangers. Still, I'm not sure. And I really, I did like SPD. There was a lot of fun stuff in SPD. And Lightspeed Rescue had a giant demon Furby. So like, how can that be bad, right? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, look, everyone... maybe secret ninjas. If you take out the ninja and just like see, turn it into secret hero, that's kind of well, what yeah, Mighty I... Morphin is, yeah, where they're not like. Of. They're not like a regulated task force, but they're also not vigilantes. They're not like, but they're not vigilantes the either. They're the only game in town when it comes to fighting yeah. monsters. So yeah, Secret Ninja Storm I heard was good. Jungle Fury I heard was good, and Samurai I heard was good. So those sound like three of the the better ones. So I've heard different about Samurai, but <laughs> I've heard it follows the Sentai very closely. Yeah, but I have not heard that it was good. Like I've heard people enjoyed it. Everything I read about it is, man, that acting was the worst, huh? That's probably true, but that should not be. It's Power yeah. Rangers. They're not getting quality actors all the time, you know. For no, every, for that's, every, that's very true. For every Rose McIver, you have like Troy, Troy, <laughs> who I'm sure is fine in other places, but like he was so bad in Megaforce. <laughs> also, Megaforce was not listed because it, its category would be a, a poop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what if they're lackeys for Robo Knight? Is that your favorite kind of Power Rangers, the lackey kind? <laughs> oh, Operation Robo Knight. I've heard Operation Overdrive is actually pretty bad. <laughs> I've also heard that. And then uh, the other ones are like kind of person to person. I like you just don't hear anything about Lightspeed Rescue, but like that that means it can't be bad. Yeah, right. right? Or else you would hear <laughs> it. I think I'm most excited for Special Forces style, but like I think I like my Power Rangers to be secret. Ninjas. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Secret I think that's ninjas. the best way I like them to I'm like, lock that in as my final answer. And for some reason, that Don't. made me shut the deal or no Why, deal okay. box. You, well, you almost hit the deal or no deal button. You almost took that deal. No, I went, no deal. Which the deal in this case well, is it's, like... it's more of a flip than a pound, it's whatever. It's like eight bucks and a loaf Nobody of bread. Nobody can see what I'm doing no, but you. No, it's an audio medium. 
Josh, this is not our first rodeo. Uh, when you guys do hear the Pokemon RPG, just let me know if you can hear me physically acting, because I do a lot, he does, <laughs> apparently. There's a lot of hand moving, and there's a lot of space where I'm assuming he's using his hands to speak for him, and I have to cut out because it's just dead air. It's Pokemon World Tour United is going to be super fun. Yep. Um, We're going to take over the world. It's going to be It's going to be huge. Yeah, it's get on the ground floor. <laughs> Also, if you're a, if you're a patron, uh, you're gonna get episodes a lot more often than non-patrons. So maybe that's something to think about if you do end up enjoying it. That's our plug for our other podcast today. Do you want to talk about Song Song Yellow? Yeah, because as I mentioned before, we do have to record another podcast after this. Oh yeah, we should so, probably talk about this uh, then. Huh? <laughs> we start off with Tanya singing. We gotta stick together. We're gonna. We're gonna stick together. We're gonna stick together. We're going to. Okay. Not like we have to. Not like whoa, guys. No. We need to do this, but like, uh, this is what's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. Because we want to stick together. It's a music video, which is not immediately apparent. It's kind of weird because what we're seeing is like shots of them filming the music video, but it is also part of the music Wasn't video. It? Were they filming? I didn't notice anything. They were because there were some where like. It's Tanya, and then Rocky and Adam are there, and they're, like, walking on, on the like beach. beach. But there's some shots where, like, Adam has the big re- light reflector, and Rocky has a camera, and they're walking on the beach. <laughs> Who was recording them, then? Oh, I don't, I don't think that made it into the actual music video. I think that was just for us. No, that had... Because the whole thing was diegetic. It was, like, that's... that's then maybe... Weird for... Maybe, weird speak um, for inside the Maybe thing. Billy was there recording them with one of his fancy I Billy cameras. I don't know. But maybe uh, that was the viewing globe technology. <laughs> that's possible. <laughs> so uh, there's there's one shot of her on this giant rock, and I'm not going to do the research, but if any one of our lovely listeners would like to, it's uh, I think it's where Tommy fought putties to, be, to get the Sword of Darkness. Yeah, it's where he passed the test. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where this is, because it's this giant rock, and she's just on it singing. And, like, Nakia Baris... Nakia? I never know how to say it. I always say Nakia. I don't I don't know what's right. Anyway, Nakia Breeze, like, has a great voice. Like Yeah, it's she's a really like, good singer. Like if you would just like play this and be like, hey, this is a a, a brandy yeah, beside, you know, or <laughs> or whoever. Monica. And those are the only two R and B singers of that time that I can remember. That I, they did like a, a song together. Did they? Yeah. Could you tell or would it just seem like uh, a sort of disconnected one song. One so it's song. called The Boy Is Mine. I do know The Boy Is Mine. Yeah, that's Brandy and Monica. They were the Monica. only two that mattered, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. But it, like, if you had said, hey, this is like this is like their B-side, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, sure. This is a good song. I agree with you. We cut back outside of the music video to them watching it on uh, TV and the juice bar, all the Rangers, as it's like ending. And like Tommy's like real intense focusing on it. Yeah, he... <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like he's confused by the music video. Well, okay, see, I read it differently. We'll talk about it in, in like just a second. At, okay, so what was Cat wearing? Part one, guys. There's a lot of outfits. Part one, she got like a floral dress on. It's like white with flowers on it. They're not roses, but they are a red flower. Not carnate. Maybe tulips. I don't know. I wasn't paying super close attention. I, I, she wears it for like this scene, and that's it. I wish this would have been her outfit this episode. But instead, we got. Four more, and at one point I thought it was five more. <laughs> so, <laughs> turns out Adam directed the music video, and everyone's like, "Yeah, you did a great job. This is like a great song, Tanya." But also, like Adam, you did a great job directing it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yes. Good, good I job directing. It, it looked like a music video, did, so it, I think he did it pretty like good. A music video. There were some cool shots. It was really disjointed. It made no sense 
Well, no, it was just Tanya singing in places. Yeah, that's literally (laughs) it. So, I mean, like, if that's what you're going for, then you nailed it. But if, I mean, that's not what a music video should be. I don't like live videos for the same reason. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't watch a lot of music videos anymore, so... Uh, sometimes I will. Sometimes I'll just go on and, like, on, on YouTube and just, like, go down that rabbit hole. Oh, if you guys want to go down a real fun rabbit hole, just, like, hit up Britney Spears' Vivo and look at all of her hits. It is a good time. <laughs> I will go to I will go to bat every day for Oops, I Did It Again. That drop is the best drop in music. Anyway. Uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I'm just very passionate about the drop from Oops, I Did It Again. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so Tommy's being weird, like I said. He's staring at it, and I read it as him being mad that he wasn't asked to be in the video. Well, that, <laughs> that could be, too. Cause, uh, it definitely kind of looks like that. Because Billy's like, hey, or was it Billy or was it Rocky? Uh, heck it was, if I remember. One of the two of them. Was one like, of those Blue Rangers. One of, the, one of those Blue Rangers past or present was like, hey, Tommy, is everything all right? He's like, yeah, hold on a second. I think I saw something. And so he rewinds it, and it goes back to like her on stage. And she's like, gonna stick together. And then he pauses, and there's like a cog like jumping <laughs> past like a spotlight real quick. I don't know if it was in the music video the first time. Like, if you rewind it, I feel like I did this on my last watch through, and it was not there. I, I, yeah, I don't remember. But I don't remember. We should have done it now. We should have, but, but it's too late. My computer's off. We're yep. recording. It's just not a good time. Game over, man. It's not the time. There's <laughs> no so, time for that. So it's just, it's just like this cog, and they're like, they've been spying on us. They could have been spying on us this whole time. They could be everywhere. Keep that in mind. Put that in your pocket. Yeah, guys. we we should be on alert for the cogs. Yeah, that's a real worry that they have now. Just keep it in mind. We cut to later in the juice bar. Uh, what was Cat wearing part two? She got a pink dress on with a black. I'm not going to call it a shirt. It's like black sleeves that are connected. It's just over the, it's like yeah. over the, like her upper body, you know, like not even, it's like right below yeah, barely, her bust. Yeah, barely comes down below the armpits. Yeah, and like <laughs> it's, it just like ties in the front, but it's just mostly sleeves. <laughs> uh, but it's over a pink dress. It looks, it looks real cute, I think. Ernie is opening, I thought on Saturdays. That is exactly what they said. Okay, but it seems like it's just a every night thing. Yep. Yeah, because Tommy, I think it was Tommy, is like, hey, man, it's a good idea opening up the juice bar on Saturday nights. And then Tommy's like, it's a good place for friends to come together and hang out. And hang and out. be safe. Like you do when you're 17. Like you do when you're <laughs> 17. <laughs> that song is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> um, he's like, yeah, and I can, everyone, Lord knows I could use the extra business. Like, Ernie, are you okay? Did that lady's dog check not? That might be very... Subtle foreshadowing. <laughs> That's kind of a ways out. But then again, they did plan the air. Well, they, I say plan the airhead. They planted the arrowhead seed a while. Yeah. So who knows? Somebody, and again, I don't remember who. I think it's Billy or Rocky. They're a little interchangeable in this episode. Can I, have a, can I ask you a serious question? Sure. Is Billy even in this? I don't remember him. Yeah. He's just kind of there. I'm going to say it was Rocky then. I don't think I, Billy did anything this episode. The, okay. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. The only reason I know that is because in the... The blooper reel, Billy is in some of the shots. <laughs> is he just a background character no, in this he, episode? He was doing stuff. I just don't remember if he said anything. He, I mean, he must have. I think he did. So that's why I think I, I can't. I'm confused on if Rocky or Billy said it. Either way, one of them is like, hey, you should let Tanya sing like live music. That would be real cool. And Or, or somebody brings up live music. I think that was Rocky. Okay. And then Ernie's like, yeah, it's a great idea. Tanya, you're in. Tomorrow night. 
You're doing it. Right. And then she shoves Billy out of the way. Like, that was Billy's scene. <laughs> Get out of here. You're dead to us, Dad. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the Power Ranger now. Tanya gets some major style points from me later. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get there. Uh, he's going to let her sing. Then we cut up to the moon, and it's Sprocket's birthday. And they're like, congratulations, fat baby boy robot. You're a man now. You're a fat baby man robot now. So he's 15? <laughs> or 1,000? We don't know. We don't know what what's their the, lifespan is. What's the bar mitzvah age? Is it 12? 13. 13. So he's I, 13. Let me clarify this. I'm not Jewish. I don't actually know. I'm pretty sure it's 13, because as but far, I'm frequently wrong. Yeah, as far as I know, there's not, like, a Christian rite of passage that you need to pass to become a man. No. But for, like, Jewish, there's uh, the bar mitzvah. Or the bat mitzvah is for girls. I did not know that. Those are different things. I did not know that. Uh, and then Mexican has quinceanera. Yeah. That might be all Spanish, like, like, like Latino. I, I'm not sure. I hey, guys, can I you tell how white we Mexican, are? I know it's Mexican, but I'm not sure. Hey, guys, can you tell how white sure. we are? How super, super white we are? Um... So he's either 13 or 15 or 18. <laughs> or, like, again, like a thousand. Like, hey, you're a thousand years old. You're an adult robot now. Because they're just robots. They don't have a timeline. Like, right. We don't know. He could be like. And, like, he's never going to look any different because he's a robot. Yeah, he could be a year old, as far as we know. You know, like. That's true. Robot children of robot parents is a weird thing, right? Like, we're all on board with this being a very weird prospect. Yeah, so... Because Mondo's plan is like, you're my son, maybe I'll die, <laughs> right? And you'll get to be king, or I get to take care of a fat baby boy robot forever. For eternity? Until I tell him he's not a baby anymore? And, and like, we build him a new body and put his head on it, and he's a fat baby robot And they'd also head? have to, like... Update his operating system so that his personality grew up because he is still Where is he that is still series? a stinky baby and I hate this kid. <laughs> I hate him. He is Dudley Dursley. He is like one hundred percent Dudley Dursley. So he's like, it's my birthday. Where are my presents? I get to be in the birthday song. Blah, blah, blah. Keep in mind like, he's a man now. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they're like, all right. Well, we're gonna throw you a party. So we're gonna send the cogs down to steal all those party supplies from the Power Rangers because we just like messing with them. And then we have a surprise for you. So we cut down to the Power Rangers getting ready for the next day at night. Maybe the juice bar's closed on Saturdays and open Saturday nights now. I don't know, because later on they're in school talking about going to Ernie's <laughs> that night. No, I don't think it was that night. Well, Okay, that was confusing, but I think I know what happened, <laughs> and we'll talk about that. When we get there, but I maybe they're talking about the next night because like this is another day because everyone's outfits are different. So like this is a separate day from the last time we saw the Power Rangers. Yeah. Besides, they were talking to Ernie. So anyway, they're getting ready and they're just talking about the party and there's cogs just running around the room in plain yeah. sight, stealing think, all their stuff. <laughs> Rocky is handing stacks of plates to Tommy, who is putting them on the counter. And why that task needs an assembly line, I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> But Tommy puts them on the counter, and as he turns to grab the next stack, a cog pops up and grabs it. That happens, like, twice before they cut away to Kat and Tanya setting a table, or, like, and there's some party supplies around them, and, like, three cogs just come up and take it all. They're not behind them. They're in front of Kat, basically, (laughs) and, like, the other rangers have to be able to see it. They just walk by and take their stuff. They're not even, like, a little invisible or anything. (laughs) It's not like that time Finster came down and no one knew just, that he was there. He's like incognito bandito, just like run by, <laughs> steal all their stuff, 
And then one of them stops to gloat at the door, and yeah, they're like, hey, where's our things? It's the cog. One of them is that goofy little rhino from Jumanji. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> or the lion who's like, guys, I'm real tired. Hold on. <laughs> uh, number, number six, the cog. Yeah. The spirit of number six is in this cog because they see it. They morph. Ernie's just in the back room. They're Did the he only even leave the here. room? <laughs> I think so. Because he said, like, I have to go get something out back, maybe. Right. He made some flimsy excuse, but, right. but, but he's only out back. And Tommy's like, it's more of a time. And then he comes out and, the, <laughs> and they're gone. There's at best a door between them. Like, they, may, maybe a doorway. I don't know if there's even a closed door I, there. It's just insane. Like, the episode goes from zero to 60 real quick in this scene. <laughs> So they morph, they run outside. It's daytime. They, they teleport outside. They Because te- they, they, they drop down in front of the pie van. Right. I forgot the pie Across van. the street from the juice bar. <laughs> <laughs> Where the cocks getting... They were getting cocky. They're going to steal the pies now. They got... Yeah. <laughs> we party so, supplies. We need party supplies. <laughs> party supplies. Uh, they're going to pull Lex Luthor. Steal 40 pies. That's a real thing in Canada. Lex Luthor did when he was a kid. He stole 40 pies. Why? He was stealing one pie too obvious, so he had to steal 40? Well, well, it was from his kid's book. Is that that the Batman logic behind it? It was was like the... First of all, he's a Superman villain. All right? Check yourself. Oh, I know, but Batman ordered 9,000 bat cowls to hide the fact that he was ordering bat cowls. It was in this kid's book that was like... Teaching you how to count. And it was like, if Lex Luthor stole 40 pies out of this many pies, how many pies are left? Right, so like it was like a, it was like a thing you did at the supermarket, but then later on, I think it was Grant Morrison was like, oh yeah, back at like, like in the comic book, one of his like coworkers or friends from school or like underlings or something was like, when he was in prep school, he stole forty pies from the cafeteria. <laughs> so it's like a real thing that Lex Luthor did, and so if that's not in the Batman Superman movie. I'm walking out. <laughs> if Lex Luthor's <laughs> stealing if forty he pies, doesn't steal forty not- pies. I'm out. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> sounds to me like you're already out. I'm already out. It's going to be the worst movie. So they, they fight the cogs. At one point, Kat's like, hey, what if we ruin someone else's day and fight with these pies? So she just starts, she has pies. She's doing she basketball doing, moves with these pies. She starts globetrotting <laughs> with the pies. She's throwing pies at people. There is a, this entire fight scene is based around the cogs getting hit with pies. And it's pretty cool. Let me tell you. I don't remember what everyone does, but at one point, Tanya dunks a yeah. pie so, onto a cog. <laughs> so we have Kat doing, like, globetrotter dancing kind of like, goofy moves. Like, like, and then like, I think Rocky does... Like, Jareth from oh, no, it Labyrinth was... doing, like, you know, his, like, contact juggling, but with yeah. pies. That's what Kat's doing. And then there's Adam who does, like, he tricks one into looking down and then pies him in the back of the head and stuff. And then it just smash cuts to Tanya already in the air, Superman pieing a cog like, in the face. Like, literally, this one, pie, this one cog is like, I'm going to jump away, and she's like... Cause you just got <laughs> pied up. <laughs> it was amazing. One million style points for that. Yeah. Also, when Cat <laughs> Cat pies them. Oh, and then Tommy just like hits one in the face and kicks it. Like it's real life. Yeah, he doesn't. And do I don't anything remember important. what Rocky did at all. I don't know some pie moves. I looked down and I looked up <laughs> and it was Tommy's turn. So I don't know. But when Cat hits him, hits the cog. She's like, in your eye. And then he like gets hit in the face, <laughs> and he like ducks down, and she goes pie, and then, <laughs> and then hits him on the back of the head. It made no sense. Is this a thing? <laughs> 
In your eye. Did she just say pie? Yeah. She didn't say in your eye and then it's a pie? No. In your eye. And this is basic. In your eye. Pie. <laughs> That's new to me. That's I not a joke know. I've heard. Oh, God. Just they All the cogs, like after Tommy kicks one, they all like open up a portal and jump out. Except for number six, who's like... <laughs> Where did everybody go? Right, and, then and every throw, Power Ranger has two pies. And they throw 40 pies at <laughs> him. <laughs> Whatever was left on the rack, yeah. they just chuck at him. Like, that's someone's business. <laughs> Those are presumably for the party tonight. <laughs> Those were paid for. <laughs> the Power Rangers are jerks. See, these ones are vigilantes. These <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So then we cut up to... Prince Sprocket, who's like, oh, they stole all the pie. They they stopped all the pies and they got all the party supplies back. And they're like, don't worry, we still have your surprise for you. And he's like, give me it, give it, give it, give it. And I was like, all right, here it is. It's a wrecking ball, and it's a giant robot that he has to control with a remote control. Yep. And it is just a giant robot cup and ball. Yep. He's a he's a cup and ball robot. It's a monster. It's like, come on, <laughs> <laughs> like. Like, literally one of his arms is a cup and ball. Like yeah. That's it. A that's, ball and cup. How do you say I don't know how you say it. Either way, I think it's so. interchangeable. But that's, like, his only power. And Sprocket has the controller for three seconds. It's like, this is too hard. I hate it. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man now. Uh, so then we cut to Detectives Bulk and Skull. Private Detectives Bulk and Skull playing ping pong. This is their 20th game. Uh, they have to win by two, but they're tied. I don't know what the rules are. Yeah, it's 19 it's, all. You got to win by two. It's a, a horrible mess in here. There's pizza box, multiple pizza boxes, donut boxes, just regular trash all over the place. Bulk hits it right into the net. And he's like, oh. So then we cut outside to the hallway. Also, I want to point out, it's like lit real nice in here. There's like the blinds. Like the blinds. Yeah, the it, looks, from that. it looks like a... Uh undercover like private eye like a private eye office yeah like a gumshoe office yeah speaking of gumshoe there's a rpg system called gumshoe that's like focused on like mystery solving and stuff and then there's a teen version called bubble gumshoe (laughs) oh that's great and i'm pretty definitely gonna get that when it comes out (laughs) so lieutenant stone is walking down sorry detective stone i'm just gonna call him lieutenant stone his first name is lieutenant now yes um so he's walking down the hall and the mouse door opens and a little robot laser comes out, and he steps, and it seems like he felt it. Yeah, because he stops in it. Yeah, and he's like, oh, well, and then, like, keeps walking. But that alerts them via a monkey that claps its cymbals and lights up red. A monkey, you say? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. More foreshadowing. A lot of weird foreshadowing in this episode. They just watch this episode. They're like, we need ideas for next season. And they watch this one specific episode. <laughs> he get, Lieutenant Stone gets to the door. And it's locked. And he's like, hey, uh, guys, can you let me in? They are fast motion cleaning up, by which I mean throwing stuff under they, the they couch. They started out, because the monkey's clapping, like, oh, God, he's here. We got to clean up. And they started out just, like, running circles around the trash. And I yeah. thought it was just going to be sped up footage of them running in a circle that made, like, a tornado. And then it would slow back down and there would be no mess. I would have loved that. That would have been awesome. Uh, but they start, like, throwing it under the like into the trash can, the little tiny trash can, and into, like, under the couch. And all sorts of stuff. He gets in, finally. They're like, ah. Well, they, before they unlock the door, because he forgot his keys, so he can't get in. They remember the ping pong table is set up. Yeah. Which folds up inside of the table. And that's fine. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> there was something on the wall behind two cork boards that they folded back up into the wall. Was, and I have no idea what it, it was. It was just like a tray table for like your, your cup 
you know, okay. and like uh, like that you put your spare balls on it, and like yeah, they just like push it up into the wall like a Murphy bed, like uh, Eddie Valiant's bed from uh, <laughs> from Hoover and Roger Rabbit. But then he comes in, he's like, gentlemen, we have a case. There's some phony record producers going around, Rebecca Blacking kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, weird foreshadowing weird in this foreshad- episode. <laughs> he obviously doesn't say that, but he describes what happened to Rebecca Black. Yes. Um, and that girl who did the Chinese food song, oh, Lord, have, if you guys have not seen that, don't. It's it's super racist yeah. and awful, and that man is the worst man. And this poor little girl is just like the latest in a long line of girls whose parents paid money to have them get a professional single Yeah, produced. and like Rebecca Black caught on, so now he has yeah. that claim to fame. Right? Like, ugh. Feel real bad. I feel real bad for them. And like the second girl, her name was like something gold. I don't remember. You don't even hear about her because Chinese food. Everyone was like, "Oh no, this isn't like kind of fun." Like yeah. Friday, this is the worst. This is awful. Yeah, and, it oh, was and, very and we bad. all know it's this guy's fault now because of Rebecca Black. Yeah. But if you guys have not heard her song Saturday, Rebecca Black song Saturday, you should check that out. The music video is uh pretty good. It's I based. S- Still have not heard Saturday. It's a it's a pretty okay song, and the music video is just her tearing down this dude, like just like getting really? back at him at every opportunity <laughs> she can, uh, including having a guy who looks kind of like him come in and be like, "I'm the producer, I'm driver shifted, that guy, that's me," and he's being arrested by the police. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about why I know so much about Rebecca Black's career. <laughs> Focus color on the case. Uh, so we cut to Saturday night, I guess. I. Yes. At, at Ernie's After Hours. <laughs> <laughs> but it's open, so it's still during hours. Well, yeah, but it's like but <laughs> it's like fu- it's like the lights are low. Right. So it's Saturday night. It's like five o'clock. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, I mean it's probably like, you know, seven. <laughs> it's like it's dark, I guess. Tanya's singing again, singing her song, gonna stick together. Same song. All that. Uh she will have another song. Yeah. That which has- also could have been a nineties slow absolutely, jam. Absolutely. Bulk is super into it. He's like rocking out. Everyone's like having fun. Everyone's enjoying Tanya's song. What was Cat wearing? Three. My note. My note for this is like a suit, sort of, because she's <laughs> sitting down the whole time. Because <laughs> she's sitting down the whole time, so I don't really get a good look at her. But she has like a jacket, like a. It's kind of a blazer, but it's like a zip up blazer. <laughs> Do zip up blazers exist? And if not, in, can they? In the nineties, I bet they did. Oh boy. Now all I want in life is a zip-up blazer. we <laughs> <laughs> the coolest dude at that members-only uh, fancy restaurant. So um, it's like, it's, I don't know. She's got a skirt on. It's all pink. I, it's hard to tell. Everything's red because of the lighting, and she's only sitting down. But um, it's it's like going out close. Uh, yeah, she's dressed up. So a record producer comes up to Tanya after, after her set, and he's like, Hey, I'm Vincent Nova. I rep- I'm a producer for SC Records. And here's my card, and you got a great voice, and you got a lot of talent. I'm gonna take you far, kid, et cetera, et cetera. And Bulk and Skull, like Skull's about to like go clock this guy. <laughs> Skull's <laughs> like, oh, this is a this is a phony. This this is a bad guy. We need to go get him. Bulk's like, hold let's do some detective work first. Right, yeah. let, let's maybe look into this. Which yeah. they don't. <laughs> they kinda do. Well, they they kinda do, but they like look, it's ninety six, right? Yeah. So there's not like a lot of internet. Going on, you couldn't just Google. They it, couldn't though. just Google SC Records and see if it was legit or not. They had to look it up in the phone book. But even then, like that's, it's not a nationwide phone book. That thing would be so big. Well, they're in California, right? And so is Hollywood, which we do find out in this episode that Angel Grove is not 
Hollywood. No, Hollywood is a separate place. It's a separate place. Because all the Rangers are concerned about Tanya taking this? Yes. Well, for different reasons. Yeah. And it's it's a little weird, but I understand it. it yeah, it's a little weird so, in that, like, she's like, this is my dream. I'm going to do it. And they're all kind of like, oh, I don't know if you should. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, I say I say we'll get to it, but I, I think it's right now, according to my notes. So, Bogut Skull leave. They're like, we're going to follow up on this. We're going to find out if this guy's on the level. Kat says, like, she's like, yeah, you know, are you going to take it? Like, if you do that, will you have to quit school? We have to drop out of school, and then Tommy's like, or I think it was Rocky, is like, well, you have to, like, move to Hollywood. Right. Which is our confirmation that, because I've always thought Angel Grove is just, like, fake Los Angeles, but I guess it's not, unless the people who worked in Los Angeles at the time writing this show did not know how Los Angeles worked. Oh, that uh, might be. Which is not far off from, like, that is inside the realm of possibility. But anyway, uh, then we cut to the next day. And Skull is doing some surveillance. He's uh, checking out this Vincent Nova guy, speaking into a tape recorder. Yes, he's in a bush with some secret binoculars. Yep. Speaking into a tape recorder. Giving, like, running commentary on this dude's day. It's funny trying to hear him figure things out. He knows what kind of burger he's eating and exactly what's on it. Yeah. But we see through his binoculars and... Like, you can't really pick out if there's mustard on that burger or not. Well, look, like, Bulk and Skull are connoisseurs of food of all sorts over that the area. That is true. So I'm sure he's had this burger, and he's like, oh, the dude didn't get mustard or pickles on it. He's up to something. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, when checking the cons column. <laughs> I don't get mustard or pickles on my burgers. So like, <laughs> I do like pickles on my burgers. I love pickles. I don't like them on my burgers. It's the same thing with mayo. I like mayo. Can't have it on hot meat. <laughs> can't have pickles on hot meat. The flavor just doesn't go right. I can get that. I'm real simple with my burgers, but, like, we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> so then he goes to, like, dump food. Vincent Nova does. He goes to dump his food, and, like, the tra- like the trash won't open. And immediately you're like, oh, Bulk is in there. Right? Yeah. Like, it's obvious. And so he, like, forces it in. And then Skull comes up later and is like, Bulk, did you hear anything? And Bulk's like, no. I guess I was just <laughs> hanging out in this trash. Yeah, they open up the fun. trash, and Bulk's face is just in there with a plate of French fries in front of like it. Like, resting on his chin almost. Yeah, Bulk's like, well, I learned that he didn't eat all of his fries. And so Skull grabs some fries. He and starts, starts eating, eating them, them out of the trash. Well, they're just resting. They're on the plate still. <laughs> he eats one. He grabs one and eats it, like, to test it for evidence or something. <laughs> right. Because he, like, takes a quick little bite and spits it back out. He's like, that's not a great fry. That's an excellent fry. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, then he uh, eats, like... All of he's them. He's saying this into the recorder as if it is part of his notes as well. Uh, but as he's bringing it over to the trash, the uh, record guy whose name I don't remember. Vincent Nova. Yeah. As he's bringing his food over to the trash, Skull is like, he's going to the trash. He loves trash. He loves to eat trash. No, he's throwing his food he's just, in he's the throwing trash. He's the trash in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it w- this was pretty funny. Again, I could just watch Jason Harvey do anything all day. Like he's Yeah, he's so really, good. I think Zio might be where he peaks. Yeah. Well, I don't remember a lot of Turbo. Of what he does in Turbo, besides... Well, for half of Turgo... Uh, Turgo. Torgo. Tar- oh, Tor- Torgo. Torgo from... Yeah. Manos, hands, <laughs> for hey. half of Turbo, he's a monkey. Yeah. So it's voice acting. Spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, guys, come on. He's a monkey. <laughs> I think we said it before, so... Probably. We cut to the juice bar? Oh, no, sorry. Uh, this is earlier. Earlier, before... In the last scene, before he left, he's like, do you have anything you can give me that I can send to the home office? And, and they're like, the video. You can give him the video. So she takes her music video out of her purse, and she's like, here's my music video. And he's like, music video and a song, or something like that. Well, you made your own music video. Like, he's impressed that she I'm impressed. had one you already. Got, you got gumption. So he sends up. This no dude, mention of Adam having directed it. No. 
No, Adam is persona non grata at this point. <laughs> or Rocky doing sweet back handsprings. Yeah. We thought, s- it, we thought it was Billy for a second, and then he did sweet kung well, fu move. I mean, it could have been David Yost. David Yost is a gymnast, so... But it's not Billy. No, I mean, he has, his hair is very different. That's, yeah. And also, he didn't look like he'd built any decks, so... <laughs> no. Also, Billy's the only one who wears clothes that fit him, so, like, it wasn't him. Because <laughs> Rocky's clothes are baggy. They are huge. That is like a double XL shirt. Yeah, this guys, the 90s were so weird. <laughs> So weird. Oh, the next day we're at school. That's where we are. And uh, what was Cat wearing? Part four. And See, I... so that could not. This can't be the next day, or that could not have been Saturday night. Oh, is this? Two this days is either later? two days later, or Ernie is just open every night now. Well, look, you made so much money the one night. Well, that had to be Saturday night because they talked about it, and Ernie was like, yeah. "You go on at 8, and she's like, "Okay, I'll be here." So maybe this is just Monday. This must. This must be Monday, okay. or they're. In Sunday school? At the high school? No, no that's not how that works. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. What was Cat wearing part four? She's got a pink jacket over like a purple and blue striped shirt that like it just goes just above her midriff and black pants. And this is what she will be wearing for the rest of the episode. But I thought it was three different outfits for a second. <laughs> uh, so Tanya comes in and she's like, I just got a call from SC Records. They want to sign me and I'm going to take the deal. And they're like, are you going to take the deal? And she's like, I don't know, am well, no, I? She, she comes in and she's like, they called me. They want me to do a music video. They want me to do a record and stuff. And then Tommy asks, are you going to take the deal? And she's like, yes. Oh, crap. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Should I? And this is the ishest Tanya has been is this episode, I think. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit because it's like a pretty dang ish moment in this episode. Yeah. That's just kind of jarring because by and large, Tanya is has been pretty good. She's a, yeah, she's not bad. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, uh, well, but I'm sure you'll I'll realize it when you'll you say realize it, it yeah. when I when I when we get there. Uh, oh, she says they're coming by later to offer her a contract. Yeah, to, to, to bring the contract over later with like a director and another person. Um, they're gonna watch me perform tonight or today. It's kind of nebulous, uh, and if they like that, then they'll first sign me. So. Then we cut to the moon, and it's just like you know, Ball and Cup is just like wrecking some stuff. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. Oh, uh, Sprocket can control him now. Oh, right. It's been two days, so right. He's he's a master at Ball and Cup. Right, correct. We cut to the juice bar the same day, but I think it's just right afterwards, and they turned the lights down. But it it felt like it was nighttime because it was nighttime lighting. But I think it well the o- the only mention of it being Saturday a Saturday night thing is, is at time. the beginning because yeah. then Lieutenant Stone just calls it Ber- Ernie Bernie Ernie's new after hours club yeah so that leads me to believe it's just like every night except for probably Sunday but it's like at night he's open later yeah and he like puts some decorations up for the night but this time yeah. that's not the case because it's still daylight out. As we'll see when You're they, right. when they leave, I think what it is is she's like, "Hey Ernie, can you just like turn the lights down so I can like get in the groove?" And yeah, like, she's performing yeah. so they drop the lights. Um, so she's singing a second song and it's a slow song, and I could not tell you a single word of it. I don't <laughs> so, remember. I remember it sounded like a slow song that would have played at one of my school dances. Yeah. Oh, for sure. This would have been the eighth grade jam. Oh back, yeah. Back then, I w- kind of want this album. Like, I want to know. I want to know what else is on this album, but she never. They also, you know. after her first performance, they say, ladies and gentlemen, that was Tanya, and they say her last name. Sloan. And I, Sloan, okay, yeah. and I did not catch it. Tanya Sloan. She's singing, she's still singing her slow song, and the Rangers get beeped, so they walk six feet behind them. 
Not even. They As, are they're in the back, like up against the speaker. There are groups of people slow dancing immediately next to them. Yep. They take like, I'll be generous, four steps backwards to the wall and then go, yeah, come in, Zordon. This is the Power Rangers. How can we help you? This is Tommy Oliver, the Red Ranger, here with <laughs> Cat Hillard, the Pink Ranger, uh, Rocky Santos, the Blue Ranger, Adam Park, the Green Ranger, and Billy, who used to be a Power Ranger, but is no longer a Power <laughs> and Ranger. And now he's just here. I think he's mute this episode. <laughs> He just got like he's got like a scratchy voice. He's just awkward because he's a grown up dad <laughs> he's hanging like, out with all these kids. Hey kids, where's the cool parties this weekend? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ernie's after hours club. Zordon's like, hey, Ball and Cup is just wrecking things all over the place. You got to go fight him. So they're like, okay. Tommy goes up to Tanya, like, cause she sees this happen, and presumably her communicator beeped. So he goes up to the speaker, like, looks at Tanya, who sees him, and he is like ten. I think he puts yeah, ten fingers. He I does that, and then he's but he's kind of like you stay here with his with his right hand. He's like stay there, we got it, and then okay. they run off. Because I thought he was just like ten. No, I think he's telling her like don't okay. worry about it. You are doing stuff. We'll take care of it. Okay, so then they teleport out to the city where Ball and Cup is just wrecking everything, and so there's cogs on the ground, and him. Tommy's like, you guys take the cogs. I'll get in Red Puncher. I'll fight him. So. He gets in Red Puncher. They're fighting on the ground. Everyone does their power moves. Um, the, you know the three remaining Rangers. There's like the that backflip, spin, thrust. There's axe stuff. Yeah, Adam doesn't do a power move. He just uses his weapon. Yeah, but they, it it has its own background, so it's kind of like a power move. And then right. she does this like her her like she that does like Z. <laughs> she says like Zeo Ranger One Power Cloud. Well, it was what she did in the the fire episode the the smoky episode yeah she, she shoots a hadouken yeah. she hadoukens again <laughs> which is cool but she called it like a power something cloud i think it was power cloud a fire cloud maybe Maybe it was fire cloud or just pink cloud something so then we cut up to tommy who is lighting this sucker up he is going to town yeah, when, when on we, ball and cup when we cut back up there ball and cup is like yeah i'm kind of kicking your butt right now huh and then Red Puncher's like, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, I do not think so. And just boxes the crap out yeah. of him. Like, and it cuts it like cuts into like a real tight shot of just him like before it does like the that stock shot of the hydraulics. Right. It's just him like like just working the body. He's rocking his body. Just with big <laughs> nasty hooks. Nasty hooks. <laughs> Someone I just got a notification that I've been poked on tw- on Facebook twice. Guys, I'm keeping this in the episode. It's the year of our Lord 2016. We can stop poking. Okay? Cool. People still do Pro- that? That's pro- still an option? Guys, guys, promise me that you're not poking people still. Promise me. Tweet us that you say you promise. That's it. <laughs> At Morphin Grin, I promise. Oh, by the way, we did get two. I just did it. I just poked you on the <laughs> live How on dare the air. You? <laughs> I didn't know it was an option. I had this. It's under the more dot, dot, dot tab. <laughs> you got to fight to find it. Uh, by the way, we did get we did get two pokes. We got two pokes two, on Facebook. Two pokes on Twitter. No, uh, two two people said uh, who they thought the love expert was. Not everybody. I'm a little disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. But Ross Butler uh, said the love expert is Tommy. Incorrect. And Cobra, my man, said the love expert is Billy. Good also, guess. Good guess. But also, wrong. Also wrong. Uh, also, Ross Butler, congratulations on being hired to be Reggie in the new Riverdale CW show. That joke is never not going to be funny. There's an actor named Ross Butler. Oh, that's right. I forgot <laughs> that I he shared out, his name I found with out an he's actor. On Riverdale. So literally for the rest of the time that that show is on, 
I'm going to assume that it is our buddy Russ Butler. <laughs> um, Even though we clearly know what he looks like. Yep. Looks, anyway. looks just like... Just like Ross Butler. <laughs> Toe to tip. <laughs> that is a Ross that Butler. That is a Ross. Anyway, back to uh, Red Puncher. He takes like two steps back and then jumps. I thought he knocked him down and was about to do an Eddie Guerrero frog splash. He like, does do a frog he does, splash. He does the move, but that just like launches him farther forward and he punches through him and destroys Ball and Cup because Ball and Cup's the worst monster. Yeah, he was not good. Hey guys, Morphe's spoiler. This dude's in contention for worst monster. All he did was get punched to death. Yeah, and like he was talking <laughs> this is okay, this is a weird thing. He was talking trash the whole time, right? Yeah. But he's being controlled by Sprocket. That is how the universe presents it, right? Yeah. So is he sentient but can't do anything by himself? What kind of nightmare hell is that? Oh, that's the nightmariest hell. I don't want that for anyone. Especially not Ball and Cup. Not Ball and Cup. Now I just feel bad for Ball and Cup. I can't give him. <laughs> well, it's okay. Now. He's dead, so he's <laughs> Good. he's released from his hellish prison, <laughs> free from his restraints. But he's also dead. So then we cut to Sprock, and he's like, "Oh, I let you down, Mom and Dad." And they're like. No. Yeah, they're like, no, you did good. <laughs> if this was Clank, they would have been like, Clank, you're next on the scrap heap. You're dead to us. <laughs> they would have thrown him off the plank. <laughs> <laughs> but no, because they're sweet baby fat but robot boy. They're like, no, you get a pass. <laughs> so we cut down to the juice bar, and Nova and two other guys, one of them is big old air quotes, French. <laughs> um, and the other one is... He's the director, because he is framing Tanya oh, at the table. Um, you guys know how directors do that, right? Like, they do the, you know... Do they really? Well, yes and no. Okay. They don't do that so much as they just do this, because, like, that's, you know... You guys can't by, see... By this, uh, he's got both of his thumbs on the down part, yeah, like a, a field a, goal. Yeah, doing a field goal instead of the, like, making a box. That's tricky to do, and you can't really judge that. The The field goal is, is what is more common. Here's the thing. This dude was, at best, doing the worst diamond cutter ever. Because <laughs> he's like this. He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. framing you up. You and look real good. Bang! Feel the bang! Sell five five. Dan, dan, dan. Other DDP dan, catchphrases. Dan, 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 dan. Uh, that's a good thing. No. <laughs> no. No, that's the worst. That's the worst DDP there's ever been. <laughs> Self high five DDP is the man. Uh, anyway, <laughs> enough about my 1997 wrestling faves. Bulk and Skull step in. And they're like, hey, Tanya, I hope you haven't signed anything with these charlatans because a lot of sketchy people out there, you know, just want to take advantage of you. And, uh, and they're like, well, we're going to leave, I guess. And Tanya's like, don't worry, I didn't sign. I decided not to take it, not to take the record deal. And like, oh, okay, good. So then they like go down the stairs and they like stand there for a second. And the producers and everyone leave and they stop and the director does his like awkward upside down diamond cutter thing. <laughs> and he's like, What do you think? Or Nova's like, should we put them in the music video? And he's like, Yes, beautiful, marvelous, or something like that. It's very stupid. And um, this makes no sense, right? Are they yeah. are they casting them for a music video, or do they think based on how they look in suits, they would be good at music? I don't. I I didn't. I didn't see it as them like having them star in a music video, like as the musical artist, right. as much as they were just in a music video of somebody else's music. But still, like these two guys just called you weasels, right? 
<laughs> in no uncertain terms, they said you are liars. Uh, so they offer them the job for a music video, and Bulk's like, no. What do we look like? A couple of jerks? Get out of here. Uh, which is, that's my favorite thing. <laughs> what, <laughs> do we look like a couple jerks? Do we look like a couple of jerks? <laughs> I might change our Twitter uh, profile to a couple of jerks. <laughs> or Jake and Josh one? Just a couple yeah, of jerks? Yeah, what do we look like? A couple of jerks? <laughs> Tanya's like, they leave, and then Tanya and Ernie come up. Ernie's just silent in this, but he just needs to be there, I guess. And Tanya's like, hey, I hate to break it to you, but those are real producers. And they're like, what? Are you serious? Oh, no. So they run out, and they're like, we want to be in music videos. <laughs> Fucking skull. <laughs> and uh, they all jump in the car, Looney Tunes style, I guess, and yeah. drive away. Uh, they shut the car, and Skull's, like, tie, and maybe part of his jacket get caught in the door. And they very they don't back out very far. Right. But uh, as we cut away from them, it kind of fades a little bit. And Volk is like, Skull, Skull, Skull! <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, I love those guys. They're the uh, best. Then we cut in to the juice bar, and Tanya's like, "Hey, I'm real sorry that I almost shirked. You know, that I wasn't there to help with the fight, and that like all this other stuff." And this is the Ish thing that I was talking about. She's not in the fight at all. She helps zero amount. Yeah. And then it cuts to her apologizing, but it it seemed fake. Like she doesn't take it because she's like, "I'm needed here." You know, even though... Yeah, because she even says, like, I'm glad you could do it without me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, man, I'm unnecessary, huh? Yeah, like, it's just a weird <laughs> each thing to do is to be like, hey, guys, remember how I don't matter? Like, <laughs> you obviously are fine without me. But it's just, I don't know, it just came off real weird and kind of, like, insincere. It did. Which, which is just not how I like my Power Rangers. Uh, but that's it. They all hug. Episode's over. Josh was the best. The best for me is Red Puncher lighting up Ball and Cup. I did really. Because I, I really like... These red puncher beating people up fight scenes. Right, they're real good. Yeah. I'm going to say the best is Vulcan Skull being like, we're going to help our friend. We are going to make sure she doesn't get taken for a ride. Uh, yeah, especially that first scene where good. Skull's like, I'm going to punch this man in the head right now. Excuse me, Bulk. And Bulk's like, hold on. <laughs> so maybe not do that. He's maybe. messing with my friend. I'm going to go lay him out. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm Skull and I'm not very effective in action. Yeah. Uh, what's the worst? I think the worst... I'm going to say is them setting up, uh, setting up sneaky, underhanded music video sharks and not paying it off. I agree. Just setting it up for the one goof on Bulk and Skull. I, I think that's the worst. I, I much would have preferred if they would have uncovered that they were phonies. Yeah. Like if they would have gotten some evidence and, were like, and they stopped Tanya from doing it. Yeah, like if Tanya was about to sign. Yeah. And they're like, hey, these they're not. Because they then that them? would even make more sense. She would be more upset that she wasn't there to help. Yeah, because they were just fake. Everything would have made the whole episode would have been would it wouldn't have like left a kind of a weird taste in my mouth. Yeah, it, the whole episode would have been better for it. Yeah. For if if the the plot they set up was the plot they did, you know. Yeah. Uh, plus then Bulk and Skull look like competent detectives, which is something that we kind of need for them, you know? And and also like if it would have been real cool if Tanya was like I trust my friends Bulk and Skull over you. And then right. and then the producers and the fake directors would have been like, oh, well, fine. We're not going to – we wouldn't want you anyway, et cetera, et cetera. And then they were arrested. Like, Yeah. But instead we got what we got. So here we are. Who's the MVP? See, I think I blew it early with my best. I think the MVP is Red Puncher. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give the the MVP to Naki Baris. We're having some pipes. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do an out of kayfabe MVP this yeah. time for Nakia Baris. In kayfabe, I'm gonna give it to those putties, uh, the, the cogs just running around in Num front of everybody. Number six, especially, I think, is yeah. the MVP of the cogs. But uh, Nakia Baris, 
is the MVP of this yeah. episode for just knocking it out of the park with those pipes. For sure. And whoever was like who like helped make the song, I'm sure assuming it's Ron Wasserman and Karen Fisher. Probably. Um, so sounds like it would be them. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like it could play at the bronze. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh that's it. That's Any it. Any final thoughts? Any other final thoughts? Well, not really. I think we needed a a lighter episode to wind down from the last one. Yeah. For me anyway. Oh, for sure. So yeah, it's not super dense. Not a lot like of consequence actually happens. It like it felt like there was gonna be a lot more to it as we were watching it. Look, while I'm taking notes, but that's just because there was a lot of scene changes. Every time there's a lot of scene changes, I assume it's gonna be a dense episode because the worst episode, well, the second worst episode, Island of Illusion, uh, was just like cut after cut after cut after yeah. cut after cut, and it was a thousand years long, and we're still actually watching that episode. And this, is yeah, all we've never retreat. stopped watching it. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. <laughs> you can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Morphingrid or on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. We super appreciate your ratings and reviews if you happen to be in that neck of the woods and want to leave them. Also, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh. If you kick in a couple bucks a month, you get some cool stuff in return and you make us feel better in general. Just like just, so good. Just all the way around. So consider doing that. Um, also, the feed is such a wacky thing, but Josh, you are working on a temporary solution. I am, yeah, I'm working on an archive page that'll just have direct links to all of our episodes from number one to now. Yep. So, um, so look yep. forward to that. Hopefully, within the coming couple of weeks, uh, I'll let you know when it's done. And I'll it'll tweet be a it lot out. easier to get through than like going at page after page after page on the Tumblr. Yeah, because I, I subscribe, resubscribe to our podcast because I unsubscribe because I don't listen to it and it was just right. like clogging up my app. Sure. Uh, so I subscribed to it today just to see and you can only get down to episode like 61 and a few bonus episodes before that. So all of season one is just off iTunes it's got, now. Um, if you guys are jonesing or if this is like your first episode and you want to know where the first season is, you can go to YouTube, uh, which is... If you go to morphingrid.tumblr.com, there's a link on the side to the YouTube directly. It's got the first 60 episodes on there in video form. Or if you are very diligent, you can just go back and get the, the MP3 links. Um, but we are working on it. We're going to try to figure out a way to get the feed working again so that everything just goes to iTunes and to presumably like Stitcher. is Maybe it's cached on Stitcher, but I Might don't know. Might be. I'm not sure. And I have not I checked. I don't know if Google Podcast is up yet because we never got an email saying they were, but... Hopefully we get it fixed before they pop up, so that way it won't just be whatever is up now, you know. Right. Because um, I don't like not having the first episodes on there because it's harder for new people to get into the show. <laughs> anyway, that's that. That's my worry about the feed for now. We'll see you on Monday for Game of Honor? Yes. Something of Honor. The thumbnail was Bulk and Skull hiding in the woods, like in in camo? Like kind of camouflage. They had mud on their face. The big disgrace, kicking their can all over the place. I don't know what the circumstances are. I'm kind of excited to see it. I hope they're being hunted. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's another Polk and Skull episode. Yeah. Because I just, I love those. Those are those are pretty great. Anyway, we'll see you on Monday. But until then, may, may the, the power, power protect, protect you. you. Oh, Anya, Anya, what? No, Tanya.